Morning Show at East Coast FM. We're joined on the line now by our good friend, Pete Weatherburn, Pete the Vet from the Bray uh, Vet on Old Connor Avenue in Bray and Pete's website, PeteTheVet.com. We're going to talk about the shocking incident that took place earlier in the week in Wexford where a nine-year-old boy was mauled by a pit bull while out playing on a local green with some friends. Guardia continuing to question a man after the nine the nine-year-old boy was attacked by a dog in County Wexford. The man in his 20s was arrested yesterday and has been detained in Enniscorthy Garda Station. So, um, Pete Weatherburn, good morning to you. Good morning, Jacqueline. Good morning. And, uh, I mean, the injuries to this um, nine-year-old boy are horrific. Absolutely horrendous. The boy, it sounds like he's lucky to be alive, to be honest, and only for the action of bystanders to get the dog off him, I don't think he would have survived. It's just appalling and just terrifying and terrible. People will be asking questions about the behaviour of the dog. Can you tell us from what you know what, what's, yeah, well, what was going on? Well, this keeps happening. This type of incident keeps happening. And I don't think our society deals with it very well. Um because what we tend to do, the, the automatic reaction of everybody always is to immediately kill the dog. Um, and, and I understand that because this dog has done something terrible and it's dangerous. And, it, you know, so we just euthanize them and that's that finished. The problem with doing that is that it means that, the, if you like, the evidence has gone. And we, we, we don't then know why the dog did this. And, um, and what always happens is there's a outcry in the media and people start to say that these types of dogs should be should be banned and uh, and um we're no further forwards because we know that banning these breeds makes no difference at all um they tried to do that in the uk and since they've done it 20 years ago they keep trying to undo the legislation because it's clearly not working it's just that it, it's impossible to identify accurately and legally what a particular dog breed is and so you in, in the uk you have all these dogs that are impounded by authorities and they're in kennels while there's debates over what exactly breed they are and there are many bull terrier types that make lovely pets and you know you um because one or two go crazy doesn't mean that all of them should be banned necessarily at the so, same time people get fearful that their kids are out playing and mm. there's dogs like this off a lead and on muzzles in the vicinity and yeah. could if this be the, the dog that there's a few of but could it be the dog that turns like that well again we have the laws in this country to control this problem the issue is that the laws aren't enforced so it's, I, I don't know but it sounds as if that dog was running um not on a leash and was not muzzled. And both of those things are against the law. So all dogs should be kept under control of the owner at all times. That's our legal obligation. As well as that, there's a list of breeds that include the pit bull that should be muzzled and on a short leash when in public areas at all times. So we have the laws in place, but the problem is that they're not enforced. And in most cases, when there's an incident like this, it isn't the first time that the dog's been running free without a muzzle. I don't know if that was the case in this Well, instance. there's, a, there's a, a story, it, uh, we haven't been able to confirm it, uh, that it was, uh, there was another incident a couple of days before. Yes, well, you know, this is down to enforcement of the law, not making new laws. There's no point in making new laws if you have existing laws that just aren't 
enforced. That's just silly. But what we should be doing anyway with these instances is we should be impounding the dog and there's a group of specialists called forensic behavioral specialists and they're people who they specialize in analyzing what went wrong in these in these kind of um uh incidents and they basically work out what it was about the dog and about the interactions of the dog with the people that prompted the attack and then then they can produce a detailed report and that's what should be publicized at that point so that everybody learns this is why this dog did this and this is what we need to look out for in future to prevent it happening again apart from the existing laws Mm. Uh, if your kid is out playing on the green, as this uh, child seemed to be doing, and a dog arrived on the scene, um, you know, how do people handle that? Well, the, the, basically, the, the, the children should avoid strange dogs. And in, You know, if they know dogs well and they're used to playing with them, that's one thing. If there's a strange dog appears, they should just avoid them. They should move away from them. And the dogs should be reported to the local dog warden immediately um, or to the guards. And, you know, and the dogs should be impounded. Dogs like that should not be running free unmuzzled. Uh, It's just wrong. And it's wrong because this kind of incident can happen. And so we tend to be a bit relaxed about these things. I mean, there's a list of dogs that are meant to be muzzled, and I can tell you almost none of them ever are. You see them walking the streets all the time without muzzles and that's just accepted because we're a fairly relaxed society generally um, and, and I can accept that there are some dogs of those breeds that don't necessarily need to be muzzled but at the same time when there's a dog that's caused a problem because it wasn't muzzled well that means you then need to tighten up on the law What makes a dog behave in that way? Well you see we don't really understand this um, it, it, it's it's complicated. We know that most dogs, most I mean, dog bites are quite common, but what happened on Monday seemed to be very different to a dog bite. This was a dog attack. This is a dog launching itself, full on attack, as if it was attacking a prey animal, and that's completely different. Most dog bites happen um, um, due to the human dog interaction. Often the dog is trying to avoid the human. The human presses forward and engages with the dog. The dog is saying, go away with its body language. The human ignores the body language and the dog then snaps, just to say, go away. And now that's a typical incident, but clearly not what happened in this case. So what happened in this case really deserves a forensic investigation to find out what it was. But what seems to happen often is that some dogs have a prey chasing instinct and that gets put onto small humans and it's much more common in in children for children to be attacked than adults Um, and once a dog goes into that kind of mode then it's not a, a thinking creature it's just all on instincts and reflexes and it's attacking its prey and that's what seems to happen but it's so easy to jump to conclusions, and I, that's why I think that a bit like there's a book called Black Box Thinking, which describes how they analyze aviation accidents and how systematic they are about going through everything. And after analyzing everything, including the black boxes, they then can say, okay, this is why we think this happened, and this is what we need to do in the future to prevent it. And that we really ought to be applying black box thinking to dog attacks. Instead, what we do is we destroy the black box, which is the dog, and we then 
don't know what it was about that particular dog that caused this to happen. Pete Weatherburn, thanks very much indeed, Pete, uh, for that. Pete uh, Weatherburn, the vet from Brave Vet.